Hey there, you probably heard about mythology, right? The stories about mythical creatures, gods, and all that stuff. Today, though, we can actually interact with those fantastic characters by playing RPGs. Not only the board games I've been talking about, but online and offline games. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about Dan with a very special guest. He's a truly admirer of game mythologies. So, present yourself. Hello guys, my name is Yogo and well, I, I'm kind of a gamer from for since ever and uh, I just keep playing them still today. I'm actually playing one right now and, and I'm also kind of fan of mythologies, not all of them, like I, I have little authority about them, but I admire them a lot and this includes this, the ones that are talking about games. So yeah, that's it, I guess. <laughs> Okay, do you think mythology is a common topic inside games? Well, uh, recently there has been a, a bitter, bigger number of, of games with a more developed mythology, be it good or bad, but uh, yes, we have seen more games, especially RPGs and especially fantasy games that have a better mythology around them, built for them. Yes, that's true. What do you find interesting in game mythologies? So game mythologies are like a way of making the game much more big if they are done right. And that's, uh, we'll probably talk about it later. And well, these mythologies are like a very big endeavor about writing and it's complicated. But when done right, it really amplifies the experience around a game and it really changes how you look at it and how you leave the game, right? Yes. And how you admire it. What do you think is better? Mythologies that already exist or brand new ones? Why? <laughs> so when a game uh, creates its own mythology, it's of course a creative uh, marvel, right? <laughs> when done right again. And when you get to see this new story being told around new world. It's really refreshing because, well, most of us know most of the new, no, old mythologies actually, mm. uh, that are around in our world. But, well, these are actually uh, kind of interesting too. But it's like a breath of fresh air around this, this kind of subject. And some games also employ the old mythologies on them and when done right again like i don't know if you can think about like god of war mm. it uses the greek mythology recently the norse one uh, but creates a new story around it so yes. it stay, stays creative and that's a way to make it a bit uh, more relevant in games like when you mix them up it's a very very interesting way to, to do like, it's not old, but it's not totally new. Yes, indeed. Because, well, you just add a, a touch of your own, own personalities about, well, these are the authors, actually. Adding a new part of them to an old story that everyone knows about. So it's really refreshing, too. But less common when done right. Yes. Mythologies are better as background or as interactive things. 
So yeah, all depends on what the game creator is aiming for because um, there are games that have excellent mythologies, but uh, they usually differ like in how they act in the game. Some games place them on the background, they still are amazing and they still like when you look for them, it changes the way you see the game, but it's not a vital part of it. And mm -hmm. there are games that uh, make the mythology part of its gameplay itself and its world, like a more active storytelling device, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it, again, it involves the player much more and it's still great. And uh, it all depends really on what they're aiming for. Okay. So what are your favorite games about this? Like, gives us a description. Well, there is like, well, probably my favorite game ever, um, Bloodborne. It was released in 2015. It's a PS4 exclusive, and it is like a, a state-of-the-art game mythology uh, book, basically. It is a kind of game that places the mythology uh, in the background for a second, uh, like Dark Souls and all Souls games in general. Um, but but Bloodborne is more, much more special because it really manages to do something that very few games can. That is to include uh, another made-up mythology that is kind of recent about uh, Lovecraft, Lovecraft's mythology. Some people may know about it. Um, I won't really go into the details of it, but it's basically a very uh, a depressive mythology about us humans being very irrelevant in this universe and that are creatures much much bigger than us around that can just smash earth with their fingers if they will but they really don't care about us and bloodborne is like the best game to ever have incorporated this mythology like feeling on a game and its mythology is like very very detailed like all souls are but with that with a new taste of horror that is surrounding uh, Lovecraft's stories uh, in a new, very well-executed game with a great atmosphere and characters. And it all plays well when you play the game well. You like reading about mythologies, about games, any other stuff? Reading about mythologies? Yes. Ah yes, I love it. Like, <laughs> I spent such such long periods of reading and watching videos of people talking about about these subjects, especially about games, because of course there is much less documentation on them, so I get much more uh, curious about them. There's mm -hmm. very few people talk about it, and when I play a game that I know that has a good mythology, I go for it. I go looking for any bits of information there is about it and some like Bloodborne especially are very subjective so and very hidden uh, like when they put it on the background so you I, I go for the little little content that people create around the mythology of the game and go around and appreciate it a lot there are many creators that do this mm. How it is to be interacting with mythologies while playing? Do you think that mythologies are a good way to immerse the player? Yes, again, when done right, as 
um, a good mythology should be uh, when it's designed around interactive uh, gameplay and making a player feel immersed in the story and making it part of it yes it can be used as a phenomenal immersion instrument and if it's uh, well another example of a game I love and that has a very good mythology is World of Warcraft or WoW if you so desire to wow. call it it's well it's a game that goes so far uh, to include the player in, in the mythology of it that so many major events of the mythology have now occurred uh, in the current gameplay uh, to the point of uh, a new book uh, Warcraft Chronicles uh, Volume 3, 3 I guess is uh, talking about feats that players have done to change the story of the game uh, and in-game events and all of that and it really immerses a player that is going through all this this new phase of a game I guess it's impressive do you think that mythology is a good way to improve the atmosphere? Like you're saying about Bloodborne and WoW and how they put the player inside the story. So you think it is a good way to improve the atmosphere when the player go for the gameplay? Absolutely, because, well, some mythologies, especially the ones that go for the background ones, may go unnoticed by the most, most the majority of the players. So. It may not change their experience, but when there is something that is able to change the story of the game or the way you play it or the way you see the places of the game, really shows itself to be an impactful change. And a common example of this is when a game is like, uh, it provides some background story for a place that could be a generic place, but is not because of the mythology behind it. And it's uh, it's, an, it's really common to see those in very well-developed mythology games. And it really amps up the amount of immersion you can get from the game. Do you think there's a limit to detail of the stories? Yeah, it all depends on what the creator is aiming for and what he can do. Because if you aim to make a mythology that needs detailing but you can't detail it yourself or in, in any way uh, it might go very wrong but uh, yes if you can do this job well sure it may it's actually gonna be even better because there's more for your fans to go through and experience your mind and your ideas about your story itself and it really can open a lot of gates to interpretation, which is good if you wait for that. Okay, I think that's it. Thank you for, for being here, for accepting the, the invitation. <laughs> the pleasure is all mine. In the next podcast, we're going to talk about RPG and life, how one can improve the other. And I guess that's it for today's podcast. See ya. See you guys.